Starting your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week, we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Can you say Josh Widdicombe? Oh, Can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. Well done. Esme, can you say Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. Well done. And what about Rob Beckett? Beckett. Rob Beckett. Yeah. Hang on. And now Theo, can you say Josh Widdicombe? Yeah. Well done. And what about Rob, <coughs> Rob Beckett? Right there. Can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. Well done. Yay. Right, Rob. Yeah. I'm going to ask you just some questions. Firstly, yeah. Do you agree with me? They need to get a PCR test. I mean, yeah. That's, they're riddled with COVID, <laughs> and they, that's that is an advert for not having three kids. It's fucking. I got bored listening to it. I'm having to go through all of them and keep them happy. Did you find that stressful, mate? Yeah. That's triplets. Oh my. I could sense the energy. Could you imagine, Rob? Oh, just, oh, my God. And having to go through all of them all the time, so they all felt like they were getting enough attention. It's exhausting. Fair play triplets. What's what's her, what's her name, the lady? This is Linda from uh, Somerset. Oh, guessed... oh, too late. That was going to be a new game, wasn't it? Yeah. I was going to say Basingstoke anyway, so never mind. Not a million miles. This is Florence. Nothing's a million miles, though, is it, really? No. no. Nothing's ever. <laughs> oh, where, where, how far is it? A million miles. <laughs> Even Australia's not a million miles, is it? No. Depends on the route, doesn't it? What is it, 6,000? It's not worth it. Uh, this is Florence, Esme and Theo. They are triplets and are turning three in December. Oh, we are avid listeners to the podcast. have been meaning to get in touch for a while. <laughs> but I imagine you've been quite busy. Um, I am often in stitches listening to the shit you pair get up to. <laughs> but listening to how Rob is getting on with his new four-legged edition has confirmed to me that now is not the right time to get a dog. No, no. no. Wait, I'd wait till they're six. Five or yeah. six. Six minimum. Six, which is a combined age of 18. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's done 18 years of parenting already by then. <laughs> oh, my God. 
So congratulations. Well done, Linda, on getting through it. And well done on... Um, I, it made me edgy listening to it. Yeah, it was. It did seem stressful. And, you know, I, I don't think you need to add a dog into the mix at this stage. No. Do you know what I mean? I would, what I would say about dogs is... Yeah. Dog shit, um, I think, needs a new PR team. It's not as bad as you're led to believe. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's, it's sort of... It's almost been like a real sort of hate campaign towards dog shit. Where yeah, like, it has, sticks, yeah. But actually, when it first comes out, it's quite hard and don't smell if you quick with a bag. Yeah, yeah, you've got to get quick with a bag. If you're quick with a bag, and it's and you have to keep it as one critical mass, like one mass. You break yeah. that up, you've got, you've got to go in, big strong hand, straight in, and if you gobble up a bit of soil or bark or grass with it, you know, that's just part of it. Yeah, exactly. I'd say big handful, get it in there, don't break it up, whip it shut, jobs are good, and you don't even know you've had shit in your hand. This is like Gardener's World, it's lovely. I'd say human shit's worse from a child. Would you? Yeah, because it's not... It's outside, so it doesn't smell in your house, does it? Yeah. Like, and you just one quick pick up, job done. See you later. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm glad it's all going better. I used to live in an area of London yeah. that was so rough that um, you could see, like, the dog shit was, like, worse. <laughs> well, basically, if you get them nicer food, they do less shits and they smell better. Yeah. So if you get the cheapest food, they do loads of shit because there's not much nutrition in the bit. It's just sort of a lot of guff. Right. So the guff comes out. But if it's all nutri- highly nutritious, then it actually it gets broken down and used as energy. So it's less shit and less smelly. So if you are living in a rougher area and there's less money to go around for the dog's dinner... Mate, these dogs basically are the shits. It was awful. They were eating their own shit. It was basically, that was, the, that was their diet. They had to eat their own shit. It just kept on going round. Yeah, it was, yeah, I wish they were because it would have got off the bloody pavement, mate. Am I right? In a vicious cycle. Um, how are you? Um, um, you know what? I'm all good. I've had an absolutely insanely busy few weeks with work. Uh, uh, you know, this in our industry, this is a very busy time. Yeah. Because it's we have you have lots of like tour shows because they're very popular in autumn. People don't want to go to a theatre in summer. You've got a lot of like award dues and Christmas parties that we host. Yeah. And, and a lot of any TV stuff sort of gets filmed just before Christmas. We've had our books released. So I'd, like January for us is dead time really, isn't it? Do you know what, Rob? Yeah. I've got the first half of January I'm off and the second half is an absolute shitstorm of, of work. <laughs> what are you doing? But you aren't getting two weeks off at the beginning almost. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not complaining. But do you know what, Rob? Yeah. I finish on December the 12th this year. That is so early. I know. That's great. I can't believe it. December the 12th, Sunday, December the 12th, yeah. when uh, we record uh, a show that is live on New Year's Eve for the last leg. Okay, that's your last thing, yeah. So that's not live. Well, let's not go into that, Rob. You're not there. Let's not go into that, Rob. But you're pretending you're there. You'll celebrate as New Year's. We never say explicitly whether we're there or not, Rob. Yeah, but it looks like you are. It does look like we are, doesn't it? Is hashtag is it is that okay? It's what is your hashtag again? Oh my god, this is a kick in the fucking jaffers. Nine years. Nine years. Is that the hashtag now? Nine years? Nine years. <laughs> is it okay? Is it okay that yeah, you yeah, pretend yeah. it's New Year's Eve? We don't pretend. You don't Rob. pretend. Is it okay that you record a show on the 12th of December that talks about it being New Year's Eve and you talk about New Year's resolutions even though you've not had Christmas yet? Is that okay? Hashtag. Uh, I tell you, I don't think it is, but I'm <laughs> fucked from coming back on New Year's Eve. <laughs> He's off on the 12th, yeah? I'm off on the 12th. We're doing yeah. a Christmas special as well. I'll give you a clue. I'm not spending Christmas Eve at 10pm with Adam and Alex. 
Um, but um, well, that's good then the twelve because it's. I think our job's quite a feast or famine, isn't it? So like, I've been yeah. working all day and I've been sort of leaving the house about eight in the morning, getting home about one a.m. for the last sort of couple of weeks, um, five six days a week. So it's been quite full on. But then it does go quiet. But it's I, I cannot function in the morning with the kids. I've been getting up with them. Lou, let me have a line today, right? But this this is this is what constitutes a lie in now because basically I got in really late last night and I only had this at ten thirty. I didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. So this is what constitutes a lie-in. Basically, um, I had to get up at about half nine um, to get ready to record this. Okay, so that yeah. is not, for anyone who's had kids, that's not really a lie-in, is it? Yeah. Okay, and what time did you get up this morning? 4.15. Okay, well, that, let's let's deal with that later. But then... <laughs> Well, really, Rob, because I've been dealing with it for six and a half hours. <laughs> But uh, yeah, okay, so but for normal people that haven't got an awful life like us, yeah. 9.30 a.m. is not a lie. If no one who hasn't got kids go, I had a right nice lie in the other day. What time yeah, did you yeah. get up? 9.30, right? Having gone to bed at 1. Yeah, one a- Yeah, going to bed at 1 a.m. Eight and a half hours is the required amount of sleep. Well, I got in at 1, but then I had to take the dog out for a shit at 1 a.m. in the frost. Of course, which you love, to be fair. Yeah, and actually it wasn't that bad because it was really cold. The, the shit almost froze as it left its body. That's the good thing about whippets. <laughs> Their body temperatures are so <laughs> low. That Also, I hate... Also, also, it's so far off the ground, it has freezing time before <laughs> I it hits. know. It's like having a shit off a goalpost. As it lands, <laughs> it's like when someone froze a boiling pan of water in the air and it all just goes into vapour or whatever it goes into. But what I'd say, also, I need to retract, the amount of slagging off I give whippets for having coats on, you have to give them a coat. They are they are just too, they are just too cold. Oh, here he is, Jimmy Chipolata. No, he won't... It, <laughs> The chipolata will not. My dog won't go outside without a coat on. Yeah, he refuses. That sounds like the start of a joke. <laughs> Are you, you moving to your tour show? Just workshopping some stuff actually. Yeah. Exactly. No, anyway, so Yeah. So nine thirty a.m. Right was when I got up today. Right. Should I tell you what happened between those hours? Okay. What one and nine thirty? No. No. Yeah. So one thirty, I went to bed. So basically, at quarter to six, the dog cried, which woke me up, and then oh, Lou yeah. went down to deal with. I went back to sleep. And then I heard Lou having an argument with both kids and the dog for about half an hour at 7am. Oh, oh, that was God. going on. Then at um, a quarter past seven, the cat came and sat on my head. Yeah. Yeah, so that woke me up. Yeah. Um, and then the cat went off. And then about quarter, about a half, seven, quarter to eight, uh, my youngest came in and literally slapped me around the face and said, wakey, wakey, open the curtains and turn the light on. Oh, my God. Okay, so I, I sort of told her to go away. And then, um, yeah, so she went away. So I got up at that point, shut the curtains, and then and turned the light off. By the way, the landing lights on the whole time here, basically like the sun burning my yeah, retina. Yeah, of course, yeah. Lou's left the door open? Oh, I don't know. But do you think I'm going to pull Lou up on that when she's dealing with a dog on a school run? Absolutely not. I'll lay there in silence in the bright light. Like you're being taken up into a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's good, right? So, so my youngest goes away. I get up, shut the curtains, and then turn the light on. Anyway, and then... I going to get my phone see what time is and unbeknownst to me a half drunk open can of coke zero is next to the bed not mine oh. who has coke zero open next to a bed next to a bed yeah i tell you who has it louise watts when she's absolutely shit-faced the day before with a hangover and oh. has brought up a can of coke while she's lying in bed and left it on my side i don't know it's there i've knocked it over so now i've got coke zero all over our light colored carpet that now i'm oh, with a mate. with a morning glory erection trying to clear oh, up right, like, like, on the floor naked with my ass in the air like someone's trying to park their bike oh come on now so i'm trying to clear that up right so i clear that up and then i get in spread then lou comes in because she needs to do her air so that's quarter to nine and i go oh there was a can of unopened thing there what like what and i'm sort of i've got the ump that that's there because that's been another thing that's woke me up. And then yeah. she went, oh, well, I actually haven't got the time to clear that up now. I'm sure we can do that later. So now it's my fault that I fucking spilled a drink oh. I've never even had in the first place. Oh, God, Rob. But that was my line. That was uh, that oh. was between 6 and 9.30 of my line. On any other day, I'd have pity for you. Little tip. 
I've got for you oh, yeah. on lions. That one. So the other day, I, I, I didn't say a lion, but I went back to bed. A nap. A mid-morning nap. 8 a.m. Rested your eyes. Yeah, I'd been up three hours. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I've started having my, uh, my naps in the spare room, Rob. Mm, this is how it starts. <laughs> it's nice, isn't it, your own bed? <laughs> Fucking hell, Rob. Isn't it nice? You know when you see those old couples that have got two single beds and you think... I will never turn into that. <laughs> it's the same as when you're young and you start dating and you see couples with like a book or like their phone out and you go, yeah. that'll never be us. Yeah. Give us two kids and 10 years, it fucking will be. Do you know Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton when they were married, they had separate adjoining houses? No way. That's yeah. too far, isn't it? But what? Is that, it? Would be not- <laughs> well, that would be nice. It would be Wouldn't nice. Wouldn't it? You just sort of pop in and out, you swap the kids. Out. It's sort of like being separated, but not at- just physically, but not emotionally. Yeah, <laughs> That's the dream, I think, isn't it? Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Yeah, because you know what, Rob? Not my biggest issue of the week, but when I haven't got much time yeah. in the evenings... I'm finding it difficult to push through with Rose an eight-hour documentary about the making of Let It Be. <laughs> well, how are you on? I've, I'm, on I'm 20 minutes in, Rob, and I've watched it all on my phone while I've been on the toilet so far. Oh, so you only, you've only watched 20 minutes of it? But I want to watch it on the screen, but I have no point when I watch television except when Rose is there, Rob. Why not? Because you've got no time? When am I going to do it? What, what evenings? <laughs> well, from the 12th you can. From the 12th, I can, Rob. What's on your to-do list from the 12th? Now you haven't got work. What you do? Because um, I imagine your daughter's going to be in preschool for a bit still. One week. Another week. One, one week. week. <gasps> so you've got a week of just one child for two of you to look after. So what are you going to do? Yesterday, I did something very smug, uh, which I'm going to say, I wasn't planning on revealing this as it is too smug. Yep. But um, I had an eight-hour round trip to do a book event at the Hay on Wire Festival, Rob. Oh, my God. Why? I'm not going to lie. Hay on, why did you go? <laughs> Well, <laughs> hey on, I agreed to it three months ago when I was worried about sales. <laughs> hey on, the anxiety got me. Yeah. Hey on, eight hour round trip. Hey on, hello, m- motorway services. Yeah. Hey on. <laughs> anyway, hey on. Yeah. Did all of my Christmas shopping on my phone in the eight hours in the car. You mad fucker. That's amazing. I couldn't believe I was doing it. So you did it all? I did. I reckon I've done 80%. That's unbelievable. That- it's November. I know. You're unbelievable. I couldn't believe I was doing it. I was like, I'm going to use this time. Do you know what it is? I wanted, I wanted to write a film about this, about a man that never slept and what he could achieve. <laughs> and I think you're doing it. Well, Rob, talking of never slept, shall I let you into my sleep hell? So you're, you've been up since 4.15am this morning. Do you, yeah. Would you text Roman Kemp, Zoe Ball, checked in with all the guys, <laughs> Dave Berry? Well... <laughs> Jamie Finkston, right, rise and shine, guys. Let's go and get it. Big frosty morning. Let's go. Let's cheer these commuters up. Let's cheer these commuters up. So we've moved on to Christmas magic. So it's uh, it's Ronan Keating now. Oh, I love him. And, Great guy. Yeah. 
Nice bloke. Love, lovely bloke. I think his producer's great as well. Brian Murphy used to produce me, Absolute Radio. Very good. Very good producer. Great show. Great guys over there. Um, I sound like a corporate man. Have we gone? We've gone Christmas early. We would have done our Christmas decorations this Saturday, just gone. But Lou went out on the on the piss. Um, oh, and yeah. she went out for a drug brunch in the afternoon. I got a text at seven p.m. from her mate saying, "Brace yourself, Rob." Oh God! Is that the most worrying text you can get? Oh no! Anyway, it turns out she had a tactical sick, and then she stayed out to eleven. Legend. Good on her, woman after my own heart. <laughs> I'm going. So four fifteen. Yep, you got up very early. So he's just waking up very early, Rob. Okay. What time's he going to bed? Uh, seven. We've tried changing that. We've tried changing everything. I'm not criticising. Just asking questions. Oh, okay. Don't get defensive. He goes. But, but if you did say, we put him down for the night at 2pm, I would go, we <laughs> consider. <laughs> Have you tried 3.30? <laughs> Is he still having a day, a nap in a day? Three. Three naps in a day. Drop, drop a nap? No, Rob. He's only six months, mate. Russell Kane, flannel. <laughs> so, normally, I can't complain because he's not a bad sleeper compared yeah. to a lot of other six-month-olds. Yeah, but that's like saying, you know, he weren't a bad Nazi compared to the other Nazis, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> there were worse ones. So... Because I've got a friend who listens to this, and he yeah. said, his, well, his, his wife listens to this, and she was like, have you heard uh, Josh and Rose's kid, he's sleeping through, but yeah, but he's sleeping through to a half fucking four, mate. <laughs> that's not sleeping through, that's sleeping towards. Yeah, exactly. And then he is fucking awake. <laughs> like, I was... So let me take you through what I've tried this week, right? Yeah. 4.15 this morning. Yep. 4.45 yesterday morning. Yep. Yesterday morning, I was like... Right. So you do the first shift because Rose does the breastfeeding in the night, basically. Rose breastfeeds. Yep. Then I do a shift. So Rose is up at that point at 4.15. So Rose gets and then up hunt, yep. and then she goes back to bed. Oh, God, that is a brutal shift for women breastfeeding. It's so hard, isn't it? All right, mate. Well, think about me. <laughs> I know, but you've got to remember because like, at least you're not. She's, she's up in the night as well, breastfeeding. Does he no, wake no, up no, because he doesn't wake up in the night. He sleeps from 7 till 4.15. That is a, that is brilliant. No, it's not, Rob. That it's is not. Gra- you are so lucky. Why don't you shove it up your fucking ass, <laughs> which is bad <laughs> while you're leaning over to get a Coke Zero because I hate you. And you're finishing work on the 12th. Oh, I might have to get someone else on this show. Your life's too easy. You are. You, you are you so do. seven till four, nothing. So that's basically from seven to four, you could like just do whatever you wanted. No, I couldn't. Rose could get a part time job in the evenings. Does she got that long much time? <laughs> Brilliant. You could drive to Hay on Y and back. That's great. Guys, brilliant sleeper. He's not. Well, he, he is. is. But he's just, he's an hour <laughs> off being the perfect sleeper. But that hour is killing me. Because when he, it's so tantalising. <gasps> but you said you love getting up at five and watching documentaries. Or is it, or four though, four well, is. Well, this was the thing. So yesterday I was like, the problem is I've been getting him up. What I'm going to do, I'm just going to stay in the dark room. Right? Okay. And I'm just going to get him back to sleep. <laughs> I genuinely... So I, I thought, I can't do this on my own. I'll have an ear in. I'll listen to a podcast. Fine. So you're trying to get him back to sleep at 4.15 after he's been breastfed? Yeah. I reckon, I was thinking, if you said to me, you've got to go up to a man in the street today <laughs> and get him to sleep, I'd have more chance. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you pick out of interest? <laughs> Just <laughs> if you had to do that challenge, like what would you go? I'd, I'd probably get a go. Old man, uh, old man, right? I'd, I'd get on a bus and find somebody who's finishing a night shift. Yeah, exactly. Or a drunk. Yeah. Like, 
but <laughs> lay him down in the doorway of a betting office, stroke his nose. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, mate, I'd have more chance. I was in there an hour fifteen, right? Yeah. Till four, till five thirty. Still only five thirty, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. It's because the thing with going downstairs is at least. I'm getting some kind of connection with my son. Yeah. At least I can make a cup of tea. Yeah. At least I can put the radio on. At least I can, let's be honest, look at my phone. Yeah. You don't need to look at a six-month-old, do you? No, but you <laughs> you can at least go, oh, he's got a cheeky smile. That'll get me through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a quick photo of that back on TikTok. <laughs> Send it to your mum and Rose. Job done. Yeah. He doesn't eat in the mornings as well because it's too early. Because he's not—he's not insane. He doesn't need. He's not hungry at four thirty. Are you eating? Are you see on food as well as breast milk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes—he loves eating at any other time. I forgot everything you have to do with a baby. Yeah, exactly, mate. It is just sort of like your brain deletes it. All control and delete on all of that. Exactly. So I'm up at four fifteen. Four fifteen. <laughs> it's insane. It's like getting a flight. <laughs> but I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I know, mate. Tell me about it. We're just circus, just like, just gonna repeat, repeat, repeat every day. And it's never gonna end. Well, it will. It'll get older. Yeah, but. I woke up until I was four at 4 30 a.m. every day. Don't tell me that, right? Whatever my mum did, I woke up. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe this. I'll ring her now. Do you want me to ring her? No. I'll, I'll ring her now and ask her. No, but this is gonna break my soul. Yeah, but sometimes it's just acceptance, isn't it, to the truth? <laughs> you know what I mean? She might still be in bed. I know this is sickening for you, but my mum and dad get up about midday. <laughs> they go to bed at two in the morning and get up at midday. She's asleep. So she's still asleep, Josh. This is insane. But she's catching up on when I used to be her kid, like a baby. <laughs> she's still in deficit. No, look, nothing. Anyway, well, she might remove... Oh, oh hello, mum. Um, you're on the podcast with me and Josh. Hello, Mrs Beckett. <laughs> Um, Josh has just said, like, you can't hear him because I've got headphones in. Um, but he's going to hear you. He won't be able to talk to you. Um, what time did I used to wake up in the morning when I was a kid? About half past four. And um, how long did that go on for? Two years about... Well, she went to school, really. OK, cool. That's all we needed, really. Thank you very much, Mum. OK, then, love. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 OK, so there's the evidence. Um, your response? I just can't believe this is happening to me. School. Yeah. I tell you what, mate, he's going to school next week. <laughs> just drop him off. Just wheel him in with a uniform on. Little elastic band tie. <laughs> well, yeah, because nothing would tie me out, but school tied me out, basically. I don't understand what's going on with my life. So, I think you've got a 430 No, I don't. I, don't, I think you want it. I, I, I think you're, you're enjoying that two weeks ago, you were the guy with the dog. And I, I'll be honest with you now, I shouldn't have taken so much pleasure in it because it's coming back to bite me on the arse. I'm just saying, you've tried everything. And no, you, I haven't and tried everything. You've tried everything. You can't push it back. He still wakes up at 430 okay? And basically, you know, he's a good sleeper. He's choosing to wake. This is when he wakes up. I refuse to believe it. Well, that's that. My mum just that there was no coercing there. You were with me on in the moment. I rang my mum and asked her what time did I used to get up. She said four thirty. I went. When did that stop? She went when I went to school. That wasn't on Facetime. That was a phone call. I wasn't like giving her a wink no, no, to wind no, you up. She know, doesn't. The, the, you've told me this live. This isn't set up. No, I know it's not. Right. I'm just telling you. You're gonna have. You, you're gonna have to start getting used to waking <laughs> up at four thirty. Okay. And just you need a system in place to deal with your the new the new time your day starts. I'm going to need to cancel. 
every gig I've got until 2027. I know my agent <laughs> listens to this. Please pull them out of my diary. <laughs> until he's at school. <laughs> until he's at school. Actually, that would go like, um, so, um, yeah, he's at boarding school, actually. Yeah, he started next week. Uh, we just thought, he might as well get the education in early. He'll sleep. <laughs> he can wake the, the master up early. 4.15 this morning. So, anyway, you're up. So, to be fair, it will get better. It will be another 15 minutes going forward. <laughs> It's not happening. I'm moving out. I'm going to do a hell of a bottom card. All I can give you is anecdotal evidence from what I was like as a child. But at least in the long term, he's going to be a highly successful comedian. That is a positive. Yeah, I, I do think I'm very much an anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm the rule. <laughs> do you want to hear more about how awful it is? <sighs> yes! <laughs> so... I've got some more positive nativity news to okay, tell you after. So if you keep telling me how awful it is, I can bring that bring everyone up. But actually, I think everyone enjoys this, and I don't think I'm winding you up here. I think this is, you know, my mum always says, "Show me the baby or, the, or the, the child, and I'll show you the man or the woman." It's like they very much define who they are early doors. Yeah. <laughs> I nearly left the Zoom during your mum's phone call, Rob. Just so you know. So what, what else has been happening? Nothing. <laughs> nothing, Rob. Because nothing happens at that time. Do you, there's not, I can't even WhatsApp people because no one's up. <laughs> so when my daughter was waking up at 5.30, yeah. <laughs> what time does she wake up now? Eight. She was up this morning. She's at nursery though, isn't she? Yeah. Going to school soon. So it does, yeah, they will sleep longer then. Yeah. But it was the middle of summer, so I could take her out. We'd go for a walk. You text me at 5 to 6 a.m. Yeah, I'd been up for nearly two hours. 5.56 a.m. you text me there, saying, been up since 4.15, today's podcast is looking like a classic. <laughs> it's just not possible. I feel depressed when I go to bed, Rob. <laughs> you know, people say they wake up sad. You shouldn't go to bed sad. <laughs> That's a red flag, mate. <laughs> it's because... <laughs> But it's ever since the clock's changed. I he's, he's done his second it's fine. Can't, can't stop the clock. He can't play the clock. I know, but what's going on? It's been a month. That's... I know, but it's all gone to shit since then. It was going so well. I know we've laughed and taken the piss, but is there any way you can shorten the naps or drop a nap in the day? He barely naps. Okay. He's not a nap. He's not one of life's nappers. I didn't nap either. Oh, come on now. Do you want me to ring my mum? Did you sleep through from 7 till 4.30? Do you want me to ring my mum? Yeah, with the following questions. Were you good at naps? <laughs> okay, what's the, okay right, I'll ring her back. And um, did you sleep through? Did you sleep through or did I wake up in the night? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh hello, it's me again. Um, you won't be able to talk to Josh, you can just hear you. Where are you? Where am I? It's so loud. I've got the TV on. Oh, my God, you're such a nan. Anyway, um, can I ask you a couple more questions about my sleeping as a child? There wasn't a lot of it. OK, right. Um, <laughs> did, did I nap? Yeah, you sometimes have, have a nap in the day, but you was always up by 4.30. And did I sleep through? When I went to bed for the evening, like 7-ish or whatever, did I sleep through or did I keep waking up? No, slept through, but oh, you just woke sake. up really, really early, just ready oh, for God. the day. Perfect. So that was great. Thanks, thanks Mum. Um, anything, right. any advice? Because Josh's child's like me, really, and I think he's going to be like that. Is there any advice? What did you do to deal with it? Is any, did you try anything? 
Well, I tried putting you to bed later, but you still woke up the same time because everybody said Been there, done you that. go to bed at six because yeah. you were exhausted. Yeah. And they said keep you up later, but you'd go to bed at eight and still get up at half past four. Yeah. Oh, oh, so I just kept putting you to bed. The only thing I did, I didn't drive too much because it was dangerous because I was supposed to get up about two with Joe to feed him and then you got up at four and then we just, I just used to strap you in the pram and walk. Yeah. She was safe and I wasn't, because I didn't remember going place. I was so tired. It was exhausting. But they do grow up and go to school. Yeah, and so he's... they do leave home. And then they do leave home. <laughs> so, so it's just that sort of four years. So what, you just, you, what you'd say is just basically have to plough through it. Don't drive due to the danger and just, just keep yeah. walking and you will we'll forget where you've been, but you get through it eventually. Yeah, and everybody's safe. That's the main thing. Yeah. Was I just got to keep it so safe. it's more of a sort of, you know, a, a public safety message. Through. If that's their sleep pattern, that's their <laughs> sleep pattern. Some people need more than others. And yeah, okay. Um, Dan needed more sleep than you. Slept lovely. Yeah. And that's just... I think you, they, they find their, their routine quite early on, don't they, with what they do? Oh, come on, Rob. That's a leading yes, question. In in court, that would be a leading question. Night sleep. You know, we yeah. used to do shifts. Yeah. One get up at half past four and then perhaps go back to bed at nine when the other one yeah, got up on the yeah. 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 weekend. So we just get your sleep where you can. Okay, cool. Thanks, Mum. I right, love bye. you. Bye. 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 Thanks, Mrs. Beckett. Okay, so um, I think has that helped? Um, leading question. She brought up the fact that you shouldn't drive. It's dangerous. Well, does she know about my issues with with the battery on my car, Rob? Last time I didn't drive. My mum, you know, old school. She was getting up at two on her own with the other kid, my brother Joe, and then she was getting up yeah. with me at four. And she weren't being driven to hay on why? No, I know. She was walking around the streets with a buggy, crying. <laughs> Poor woman. <laughs> Rob, were people in the past tougher? Yes. My mum's old school, mate, though. She'd eat you up for breakfast. Why am I so weak? I think... Um, I don't think you're really weak. I think you were on telly quite early. I wasn't. You was on telly quite early. And you had the good life on telly before you had kids. Yeah. So that's the thing. You was a bit pampered before you had kids. That's what I'd say. I, Rob, I've already told you, when I was on telly, mm. I lived in an area that was so bad, the dog shit had the runs. <laughs> Yeah, but you didn't have to clear it up, and you you saw that from your um your your, your chauffeur driven car that had your backpack in while you ran. <laughs> anyway, no, Joe, no, you're not. No, Josh, I'm only messing. You're not. Oh, my mum is old school. She's like she's old school, like southeast London. So she's quite tough and hardy. You're not weak. You are just dealing with a child that wakes up very early, and you're tired, and you're moaning about it, which is absolutely fine. And I think the best approach. The best approach isn't to make my peace with it, Rob. The best approach is acceptance, surrender. No, you not. are a twig. I and you, are, you are a twig in a river. You can't <laughs> stop the water. You can't stop the twig. Go with the flow. 4.30am is your new alarm clock. And enjoy it. Embrace those early mornings. See the sun come up. That nice cold air down your lungs. And you go for a walk in the morning to get some bread at 5am. Rob, this morning, when I got up, I was like, why is it so cold? Mm-hmm. I realised, because our timed heating hadn't even come on yet. Exactly, so start adjusting that. This is when your house wakes up. It's a 4am household. <laughs> that's just, you just, if you accept it and readjust your lifestyles, before you know it, that's just your new life. I'm going to phone Russell Kane as soon as we finish this. <laughs> Get the flannel out. Get the fucking flannel out. This is happening, Russell. Blackout blinds, flannel. <laughs> Get Russell Kane round to, to sleep train your kid. Do you know what? This morning when my daughter got up at eight and she got up because I went up there because she wasn't up, so I presumed... See, my brother Dan was like that. He'd sleep till eight. Yeah, yeah, all right, Rob. Rob, I'm not reliving your childhood. Well, it feels like you are. (laughs) 
That's exactly the kind of thing someone in denial would say. <laughs> Has this been helpful today for you? No. No, okay. All right. Fair enough. So the other day, yeah, go on. this will cheer you up. Yeah. Rose's mum walked into the sitting room. My daughter was uh, sat in front of the TV. It just, it just been left on on daytime TV. Yep. And she was watching uh, this morning with Holly and Phil, mm-hmm. and they were doing an interview. And on the screen, you know how it lists, it like gives like a strap line for the interview, and it was the man with the biggest penis in the world. <laughs> I've not been on it recently. When was this? <laughs> <laughs> My kind of humour. My kind of humour. <laughs> Even even with a lack of sleep, I can enjoy those kind of gags. The whole family can enjoy that humour. I keep doing loads of dad jokes. I did a, a dad joke on the telly. I don't know if it'll make the edit of that big fat quiz of the year. I was talking about Hyde Park. When I've never been to Hyde Park, can never find it. Oh, no, yeah. Okay, yeah, I won't do it. Yeah. It won't make it. I quite like yeah. that little yeah, dad joke. Was nice, yeah. Anyway, sorry, go on. The man with the biggest penis in the world. What are you looking at? Five, five inches? <laughs> That was the end of the anecdote, just that my daughter was watching The Man With The Biggest Penis In The World. Did she read that? No, she can't read anything other than her own name at this stage, so luckily... I've got a question, because Christmas is coming up. Are you doing Elf On A Shelf? Oh, do you know what? My tour manager was telling me about Elf On The Shelf yesterday. I've never done it before. Oh, it's great fun, but it's a little bit of a ball ache. Basically, what, do you know how it works? So, you've got an elf, you put it on a shelf, and then each night... It, it does something different. Yeah, so it's basically like, I think there's a book that comes with it, and I think, I don't know what the story is, but basically every morning you have to hide the elf somewhere. When they come downstairs, they've got to find the elf on a shelf. Well, do you know what? I do need things to do in the morning. I've got six hours of it. I think if you're up early before your daughter, because you know, you're the baby, you don't know or care, I think that's a fun thing to do. I and mean, we can put it on our parenting help Instagram of what you've done with the, especially the, oh, the, the opportunities you've got in the, of knickknacks to hide him. Or her. Yeah. Also, because I'm up four hours before my daughter, I don't even need to do it before I go to bed, Rob. No, no, you can do it in the... That's the thing. Embrace your new lifestyle. Because I'm looking for things to do in the morning. You are looking for things to do, yeah. I've written a novel, Rob. (laughs) Just this morning. That's how much time I've got. It's called Too Sad to Sleep. (laughs) Yeah, no, you can buy it online. It's like a book and you get the the little teddy in a book and then you can can make them be in funny little positions and stuff. Great, I'm going to do it. It's good fun. We've done it before. Is it too late to have ordered it? No, I think you could get it. Also, if you start it on the 3rd of December, she's not going to care, is she? Right, I'm going to get an elf on the shelf and I'll put it on each day. I'll put a picture on the Instagram. Yeah, I think we've got one somewhere. We might try and do it. Do you Advent? Do you do Advent? Well, we had a little bit of a headbutting exercise here with the Advent. I bought them Lego Advent calendar things because they get a little bit of Lego and they build a scene and stuff. Yeah, you're getting a lot of kickback from that company these days, Rob, aren't you? I'm buying it all. They ain't giving it to me. Anyway, um, I'm not a big fan of just giving them a bit of chocolate first thing in the morning every day for a month. I don't think it's just not very good for you, is it? Yeah, but you know, Rob, that horse has bolted with kids. Well, anyway, so, so Lou's bought me a load of chocolate ones. She's built, yeah, got, got one that's like, anyway. So what I've said is they do the leg one in the morning and they do the chocolate one after dinner. Yeah. But we both bought them separately about talking. Oh, I loved my chocolate one when I was a kid. I know, that's the thing, is it going to hate my Lego one? And now, if I ever have chocolate first thing in the morning, yeah. it tastes like Christmas. Yes, it does a little bit, doesn't it? But then what is what is first thing in the morning and what's late at night for you? Um. <laughs> when's, when does it start? When's, when's a big night feast? By the way, Rob, I'm still doing my intermittent fasting, which means that... Oh, my God, you can't do... that. That is impossible. <laughs> 
You can only do that if you're sleeping, Josh. Not eating till midday. No, don't do it, Josh. When I get up, Rob, it's seven and a half hours till breakfast. No, you can't. Then again, you change your lifestyle. You need to have a lovely little bit of toast in the morning to cheer. Coffee and toast at 5am. Cheer yourself up, mate. Be good to yourself. Well, I can't have caffeine when I get up because I'm looking forward to my 8am nap, Rob. Oh, and I don't want to ruin my 8am nap. <gasps> So you're not having a coffee at 4.30am? I'm having a tea that is decaffeinated. Your life's so rubbish. It's shit. Have a coffee, have some toast, get some sourdough down you, mate. You live in East London, sure. Did you, did you think your life would be more enjoyable at this stage? What? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Oh, two things. People keep asking, did you get your French oven delivered? <laughs> People keep asking that. They do, because you, you had to put an order in, but you weren't going to get it until, like, December. It was, like, five months. Well, it's up in the air whether it's going to be there for Christmas. Well, how'd you get stuff cooked? Why have you got it so high? Well, we've got... We've got, we've got... <laughs> it's a bit fun. Up in the air. Enjoyed that, yeah. Um, but do you know what, Rob? What? You know, like, when... I don't know if you ever had anything delivered by, for instance, and I, I, I had this experience, John Lewis, and they turn up and they say, we can't deliver this because... We, you know, they, these these stairs don't match the requirements or whatever. Oh, like with a, a sofa, you have to measure it and all that to get it. How big is this stove? Is it a corner stove? I'm not going to say that when we had something delivered by John Lewis, the guys were looking for a reason not to take it down to the basement, but it did feel that way. Anyway, that's uh, neither okay. here nor there. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, these guys are the opposite, Rob. Yeah. So they sent me like a questionnaire about my house that I had to fill in. Maybe they're just going to rob me. <laughs> I've just realised I'm going to be robbed by some French burglars. The wet bandits. The wet bandits. So I had to I had to do my questionnaire about my house to check the cooker could be brought in. Yeah, of course you did. You're middle class. That's lifestyle. That's just your life now. Yeah, they made me draw a diagram of the journey of the cooker. The journey of the cooker. So I had to draw a diagram with all the measurements of of its whole journey from van to kitchen. Oh my God, surely they should do that. We don't know what we're doing. We've never delivered a... No. Sure, you need to be someone turns up that knows how they move and get them around corners and they can judge it, surely. I felt like a real man, though, when I, when I had my tape measure oh, out and I was measuring the whole way. Look at it, 5am, oh. get it all measured, yeah. get a job done. Exactly, get that done. It's fine. So, yeah, that's where we are with the French cooker. Was there another question? Oh, the other thing was, yes, I did get the air sorted in my tyres, yes. Okay, yes, everyone's a bit worried about you, Josh. Uh, good news from the Beckett household. Yeah. My youngest in the nativity is playing Mary. Oh, the big one. Yes. It's probably only fair that I admit that she is the only girl in that preschool. <laughs> 
and this made me laugh though on, a, on Instagram I saw let me read this out to you it's my friend of a friend um, they know they're giving a little slip to say what they're in in the nativity yeah and there's that little gap so it says um, your child um, and then a little gap and whatever their name is yeah. um, has been chosen to be in the nativity blah 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 let me read you out what my friend got so um, his na- they've written the name on it your child is a and then you write in what it is a door in the nativity <laughs> Please dress them in something black or brown. A door. A door. Imagine being a door. Adorable, more like, yeah, if that was my... Oh, here he goes. He's he's up early, but he's ready to go. Exactly. Fucking hell. On fumes. Do you want to hear a good um, friend of a friend story? Oh, yeah, go on. This rumour going round in Scotland. Yeah. He's uh, being paid 100 quid a time to... uh, take people's jabs for them and he's had 200 jabs no I mean it can't be true can it Rob it can't be so people that don't want the jab oh my god he's got so many antibodies <laughs> it was that a new Avengers film <laughs> he's, he's had 200 200 doses of Covid <laughs> he's Omicron <laughs> imagine the after effects <laughs> anyway it's not true and anyone that doesn't want the jab's an idiot etc we cover ourselves on that his arm must be fucking massive well how do you go in they must go but you've got 199 punctures already in here mate <laughs> it looks like a colander <laughs> old sieve arms turned up again for another going over <laughs> right um, do you want a couple of instagrams before we wrap up yeah, bloody hell. Oh, we should say, Rob. Oh, yes, the live show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We had a couple of technical difficulties with the mailing list due to, well, basically, the demand for tickets for the show has been absolutely massive. Yeah. Um, so we are going to, we're doing the show in end of January, Hackney Empire. It's all sold out. It's sold out straight away. Um, but if you please sign up to the mailing list and we're looking at maybe doing more. Yeah, so, um, but thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And sign up to yeah. the mailing list because we will, and go on to the to follow us on Instagram as well and we are looking at maybe putting more on and you'll be the first to find out with a code yeah. because it all went on it didn't even go on general sale at all it all went to the list proper listeners so um, exactly. yeah, if you sign up we're going to hopefully do more all around the country so that you can all be seen to how do they sign up it's in the Instagram bio it's also in the episode description of this show if you sign up to the mailing list there and uh, yeah and also if we end up doing merch and stuff like that it'll go through on there as well so everything we do everything we do everywhere we go but we won't spam you but yeah thank you so much for buying the tickets we're going to make sure it's a really good show um, and we'll, we'll hopefully do some more but right let, let's do some Instagrams um, before we uh, before we go Josh um, oh I want to go to bed Rob yes we can't I'm afraid I'll tell you who's in bed though the listeners in Tokyo oh hey guys on Tuesday episode you did a call out for listeners in Japan I'm actually from Orpington South East London and now live in Tokyo your neck of the woods Rob yes and she actually said that she taught my nephew when he was in reception small world hey love the podcast keep up the glorious work Beth thank you very much Beth in Tokyo thank you very much Beth it's exciting isn't it it is exciting Exciting, isn't it? You know, people all around the world listening at different times in different places. Just someone in, in eating some fucking sushi listening to us blabber on about Josh not sleeping. Oh, God, I've just realised I've left some sushi in my bag. Oh. Oh, well, carry on. <laughs> I bought it on the way to Hay on Wine. I didn't eat it. Eight-hour round trip, Christmas presents done, rotting fish carcass. Um, right, here we go. Uh, another one. I've got a more tired than Josh story. I bet you haven't. Okay, well, let's hear it, Josh. Um, this is from Derv La Sim, um, which is the Instagram name. So I hope I got that right. It's, there's no spaces. It's just all one, isn't it? For those uh, those handles. Um, hi, guys. Still loving the podcast. Got, okay, that's quite loaded. What, are you waiting for it to go shit, are you? Still, it's still going. You've still got it, guys. We're still here. 
Hi guys, still loving the podcast. Got on more tired than Josh story. We have an 11 month old twins and a two year old. I've just gone back to work from my maternity leave and I'm bloody knackered. The cat's got an ear infection, so got his tablets ready to give to him tonight and put them on the worktop. Looked down 30 seconds later and they were gone and then realised I had taken them myself. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> but she said she's never had clearer hearing. <laughs> Sorted her ears right out. Hopefully I'll still be alive to tell the tale in the morning. Um, she doesn't grow her tail, am I right? <laughs> oh, very nice. Gosh, uh, yeah, I'm got tired as well actually um yeah that's uh that's a good that's a, she's taking feline medication well do you want some uh, some more uh, animal based uh correspondence uh, yes please dog training tip for rob okay hi guys love the podcast i listen to an episode every day on my drive to and from work just listen to the episode about rob's dog and toilet training we got a lockdown puppy in december 2020 and we taught her to ring a bell when she needs to go to the toilet. Oh, yes. Really? Best thing we ever did. It's a floor bell, like in a hotel reception. She hits it for the door to be opened. That's good. Well, Lou's heard about this, and she's bought these weird little, like, jingle sleigh bells on the door handle. It's just really annoying. Oh, festive. The dog don't really touch them, so maybe we'll go to a hotel reception bell. Yeah. Tip for stopping a dog crying at night? Put a ticking clock under a blanket in the dog's crate. And this sounds like it's mother's heartbeat. Yeah, but I just think the dog's got to fucking grow up. <laughs> when do you take that out? I can't imagine an adult dog still sleeping with a ticking heartbeat. Come on. You don't want some sort of little weird Norman Bates dog. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's two, what I've learned is, Josh, if you get a dog, you have to have a chat in the park. There's two types of dog owners. Yeah. There's people with dogs and there's dog parents. Yeah. I'm a man of a dog. Yeah. And I'm not dealing with that. I give it three months and you will be a dog parent. I'm not. It's not. You, you you pick early. It's like sleep patterns. You find out early. And what's Lou? Lou's half and half, but she's basically, though, because I don't love the dog like Lou loves the dog, it don't listen to me. And we have to do recall in the park and it don't want any part of me, Josh. Oh, Rob, I'm sorry that the dog hates you. Lou had to formally apologise to me today, Josh. What? She had to formally apologise to you? You know when like, you have a bit of a row and it goes a bit quiet, you sort of, it just peters off, but like, when you have to get an apology out of someone, the other person knows they need to apologise. Yeah. We're in the park, we're doing recall, it keeps going to Lou, keeps ignoring me, and I'm stood there in the park, and I feel a bit conscious anyway about screaming for a dog in a park, and obviously, when you have, if you're off the telly, people sort of look at you a little bit, and I feel a bit self-conscious and stuff like that, so when you are in a park, and Freddy, Freddy, Fred, come here boy, Freddy, Freddy, and you're like, as loud as you can and the dog's just sat on the floor next to your wife 100 metres away and you're going really, really, really and the dog completely ignored me and walked off and Lou said out loud well that's embarrassing and strangers in the park laughed <laughs> and, then I, and I got home and I was so sad and I just said and Lou went I'm sorry about that I was like that was out of order and she went yeah and I went because if I did that to you what would you do she said I'd probably run away and cry and not talk to you <laughs> Oh, my God. So she had to apologise, which she did, which is fair. But, um, yeah, I've got to get a better recall. Do you want another chip into the dog debate? Go on. This is from Schmodap. Oh, Schmodap. Hi. Here's my hot take on Rob's dog situation. It's not a situation. Nobody really truly likes their dog <laughs> until the dog is at least two years old. Okay. <laughs> and anyone who says otherwise is lying. Everyone <laughs> regrets getting a dog for at least two years. <laughs> I've got to make my peace with it. Two of us, two men trying to make their peace. 
Oh, God. So we just basically have got... Yeah, okay. Well, that, that's good to know. Well, how's am I ending this show on a downer? I was loving life a minute ago, talking to my mum about your kid. Jesus Christ. Anything else or just that? That's literally all they've sent. And to be honest, it's so cutting. It doesn't need anything else. They haven't even signed it or put their real name. It just says Schmodap. Schmodap spitting truth. Oh, God. Right, small business shout out. Yeah, why not? I'm going to spin down and I'm going to pick one at random, Rob. You ready? Go, go for it. Say when. When? Okay. Hi, Rob and Josh. Firstly, thank you for the podcast. Our daughter is nine months old. You've been with us every step of the way. Not from conceiving, was it? (laughs) Yeah, they... Secondly, we wanted to say it was the Judy Love episode that was playing As We Conceived. (laughs) Good one, good one, actually. It gets a bit sexy halfway through that, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. We shouldn't have put that slap bass on it. Right, secondly, (laughs) we wanted to mention our company for your small business shout-outs. This is hopefully one for Izzy Sooty as well, since it might help with her squash habits. Do you remember she drinks lots of squash? Yes. Spruce water is a natural fruit powder that is used to flavour water. It's a grown-up squash. Grown-up squash. No sugar. I'm going to send this to Ellis and Izzy. No sugar, additives or preservatives. Just natural ingredients, real fruits and vitamins. We've also spent the past two years on the packaging to ensure it's entirely plastic-free. The first of its kind in the UK. Oh. Our Instagram is this is this is a really good idea at spruce s p r u c e dot water, and the website is www.spruce-water.com. All right. Any new followers or signups or orders would be amazing. Not to mention a massive help to morale. We're due to launch in two weeks. No idea when this was sent to us, and all your support <laughs> is hugely appreciated. Thanks so much, Johnny and Katie. Spruce.water on Instagram. We've got one here as well. I've got this is from Karen. Um, she's had a tough year. Let's help her out with that name. <laughs> she said, um, I, I'm not normally one to complain, but. No, she didn't really. Oh, right. I've made oh. that up. Because oh, um, yeah. <laughs> she's a Karen. Oh, oh, yeah. We have fun, don't we? I'm a we new do. listener to your hilarious podcast after my cousin Claire recommended that I listen to you. She also said you did chat outs for new small businesses. And being that it was relevant to parenting dilemmas, I thought you may not mind mentioning my business, Go Goosey. G-O and then G-O-O-S-E-Y is a unisex kids quick drying onesie that I came up with after taking my daughter swimming for the first time and realised what a nightmare the whole drying and dressing experience was. I've struggled with this. This might help me out, Josh. Not only did she have a meltdown, but I stood there cold and wet too, trying to get her in clothes as quickly as I could and so I could get dressed too. I thought surely there must be a solution to make things easier for us already stressed out parents. So after six years of finding the right material, deliberating for a while and then getting it designed and manufactured finally launched in september of this year we do five different sizes age two to 11 years and can buy i mean 11 years is bold isn't it trying to get a year seven in a fucking onesie in front of all their mates at the (laughs) kid pubing up with a fucking onesie (laughs) but anyway they do they do (laughs) leave out mom fucking hell you caught me bollocks in the zip We we do five different sizes, age two to 11 years, and you can buy it on our website, gogoosey.co.uk. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, gogooseyuk. Next step is to make them for us parents too. Thank you so much and keep up the good work of making us realise we're not the only ones struggling with parenthood. Best wishes, Karen, gogoosey.co.uk. There we go. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks, guys. Next week, I'll speak to you and my... Sleep problems will probably be solved. Yes, yeah, surely. So I look forward to talking about that, Rob. Yeah, if not, we do know we've got four years if you're talking about getting up at 4.30am. That'll last a few months whilst you accept it. Do you know what, Rob, though? 
he's the perfect baby from about 8am to about 4am. It's those four hours in the middle. Well, no baby's a perfect baby, Josh. You've got a brilliant, brilliant sleeper and you should count your lucky stars. I wish he was just bad at eating. That would be much easier. (laughs) Um, Right, we've got back... My issue with my daughter, (laughs) not... Being fussy about clothes really feels like a drop in the ocean now, Rob. It does, doesn't it? She wouldn't put a coat on. Yeah. In the daytime. Yeah. Give a shit. That was the glory days, Josh. See you on Friday. See you on Friday. Bye. (laughs) 